Hi y'all, welcome back to Stephanie's solo sessions. Um, I have been quiet the last, I guess, what, two weeks, three weeks? And um, I wanted to talk to you guys about that. Like what's going on, why I've been quiet, and what I'm trying to figure out next. Um, so, huh, so much, right? So much is going on in the world. Um, at first, I was quiet just because I, for me, I thought that it was better to give time and space to allow us to listen to the to the black voices of the world. Um, if you're listening to this, not as soon as it comes out, um, we are about a month, three weeks after the George George Floyd incident um, and the increased. Um, protests around Black Lives Matter. Um, and I'm probably fumbling some of this and, and that is what that is. And I think it was very, it's been very kind of heavy on my heart. Um, I am very much an em empathic person. That's a, that's a mouthful right there. And I feel energy. I feel collective energy. And this couple weeks has been really tough for me. Um, and it's not to sit here and say that it's, I'm a white woman, right? Like I'm going to be honest about that. I'm a white woman. And, and to say it's tough on me is not saying that it's not that I have any indication of what's going, what a, a black person has gone through and, and the racism that they've experienced in, the, in this world. But, um, because I feel energy so much, it's been really hard for me to figure out how do I do, how do I do me? And how do I continue to add value to other people, right? Through things like this podcast and through my social media post and through all of this when there's this thing that needs to be addressed, right? Like we have to address it and we have to literally let it infiltrate infiltrate every area of our lives. So I think giving, right, that's such a high level summary, but I think that that for me has been really difficult to figure out how do I, um, how do I show up and still provide you guys value in what you're looking for, but also say, I'm not going to, um, ignore racism. I'm not going to ignore the Black Lives Matter movement because I believe in it and I think it's super important. And if I lose followers or if you listen to this podcast later and so much has changed, um, which I just don't see happening, right? Like, but if you listen to this podcast and, and you feel disconnected from you or you don't agree, I, part of me says that's okay. Like, um, you, I, then you unsubscribe. See you later. Um, but it's also saying if you're not sure or you know that I provide you value, in other words, maybe hang out and listen for a little bit, hang out and try to understand where all this comes from and why it comes from, you know, why it's coming from me now. There's definitely like so much just going on in the world that um, I want to use this platform um, to just, you know, project the voice I have and, and the place I'm from. The other thing that is also like has been going on is that the, um, my corporate job, right? Like, I feel like I'm like this, you know, uh, um, Jacqueline Hyde thing, right? Like where it's like this, um, 
two-faced thing where there's part of me that has been really um, expanding my coaching business and trying to really figure out how I do that because it, it, it feels like where I'm meant to be, but I still have this corporate life that I'm leading um, because it pays the bills at the end of the day, right? Like I don't get paid for this podcast. Um, I'm not even doing ads. So there's a lot still there that I'm trying to figure out and how do I do this and start making money from it, but I'm not there yet. So I still have to have, a, you know, I still have a corporate job that's where I make my money because, you know, that's what we need in life. And my corporate job has been just crazy, right? Like it's been very overwhelming, very demanding, and it's felt really sticky. And it's felt really hard to hold space for myself and for other people and, and all of this, this energetics. So I've just been, again, I've been silent. I've been quiet. Um, I don't have like, you know, my normal outline for today's podcast, that I normally do because I just wanted to get on here and tell you guys kind of where I am and then talk about some of the things I'm doing right now. Um, I think probably the last few have been really similar to this, but I, I just think with the world and the energy in the world, it's really important to do. So with that being said, if you are really feeling um, lost, overwhelmed, confused about what to do with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, one, I'm going to challenge you to say that means something. Um, and challenge isn't the right word. But I'm going to tell you that that means something. If you know that there's something more and you're just not sure what, you're doing it right. You're doing it right. Because that means that you know that there's a place to grow. And there's room to grow. Um, I am reading um, Layla... Saeed's um, Me and White Supremacy and doing the 28-day challenge. Um, and I think that if you don't have any idea where to start, that's a really good place to start. The process of her um, outline and this 28-day challenge has been really eye-opening for me. I've actually done it previously. I did it when she did some of it on Instagram, when she had a PDF download, and then I bought the book as well. Um, Me and White Supremacy is what it's called. Um, I will link it in the show notes, but it is definitely one. If you just have no idea where to start or what to do or how to start transforming it, I think that's a, it's a really great, great place to start because it allows you to look inside, right? Like it stops being about the really, really big, big picture um, and becomes about the... Oh, gosh, what's the right? It comes about the internal stuff, right? It becomes about your own biases and your own and and that sometimes for so many people, and I know I'm one of those people. Sometimes it's 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 a lot easier place to start when you can start one on one versus trying to fix the world. Um, and and I am a firm believer in like it starts with one, right? Like all of these changes have to start with understanding your beliefs. And then what I'm also just, if you're like very passionate about the Black Lives Matter movement, I'm not saying don't go out and protest. I think that that, if that's what you choose to do, go do that. Um, Go be that. Go go do that. Um, But also make sure you're doing the internal work so that you you know if, especially if you're a white person listening to this, and especially if you're a white woman, you you have to know the role you play in in this whole process. And... um, 
again, just a really good place to start if you're really just overwhelmed about where to go and what to be. So that's one thing I'm doing. Um, again, I've done it a couple times, so I know what to expect. But right now I'm just in that place of like just a different transformation. So I'm able to go even deeper. And so I find it very beneficial to be able to go through this process more than once. Um, so just know that like if, if you go through it once and feel like you kind of just skim the surface, don't be afraid to go through it again. Um, so for sure, something that's really awesome. Um, two, I am taking the time, the energy and you know, whatever else you want to call it. Um, and this is across the board. I think this is also not just black lives matter, but this is a, um, movement for me personally, where I am trying really hard to find local um, places to support during this time um, and not do things like Amazon or Target or Walmart. Um, and I know some people are going to be like, oh, but those places do like employ local, like they help blah, 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 like they support. And I'm, I don't disagree with that, right? Like I, I don't disagree that like there are, right, like Target and Walmart give lots of jobs to people locally. But what I, what I don't agree with is, is the mentality of these really large corporations who, um, just say they care about their workers, but really don't. And I think, again, this comes, there's just a lot with my corporate life right now that I'm feeling this really big pull of like, do you actually care about me as a human or do you just care about like what I produce at the end of the day? And so I am making a really, again, very, very educated, like effort, um, very focused effort to buy things not on those places. Um, and that means paying a little bit more for shipping. It means paying a little more for a book that I might've gotten for, you know, $12 on Amazon and paying $20 to buy it from a local bookshop. And, um, and I'm, I'm balancing that as well as finding not only local businesses, but also making sure that I'm supporting local black owned businesses, um, which to find those has been interesting, right? Like it's really interesting. You can find local stores, um, day in, day out, but like finding local black owned businesses is definitely interesting and it's been very eye opening for me. So that's something I'm doing. Um, I'm local in St. Louis, so um, I've got kind of my list I'm working through. But if you are, um, I think what I'll do is I will make um, a what's it called? Like a saved highlight on my Instagram. Um, Stephanie K. Struckoff, S-T-R-U-C-K-H-O-F-F. -F. Um, also will be in the show notes. Um, but I will make it like a highlight. Highlight is the word. Man, I'm lost in words today. But I'll make a highlight of all of the local businesses that I'm supporting. Um, and they will be a mix of, you know, black owned businesses and just local businesses that I support. Um, but if you are outside the St. Louis community and you have ones that you'd like me to put in there, I will gladly do that. So just kind of tag me in them and say, Hey, can you add this to your highlight? Um, something that I'm again, super passionate about trying to find this. And so those are just, I think those are two of the things that I'm really focusing on because I, I think when we see these really big movements like black lives matter, it's, it's almost like it's easy to get sucked into the windstorm of like, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me, instead of saying, what do I need to do to make this a long-term change? And so that's what I'm really, really focusing on right now is like, how do I make this something long-term that I can continue to do and that I can continue to move forward on? Um, so that's really kind of like what I'm doing 
again, two very, those are very small things that I'm doing, um, in the work around Black Lives Matter. Um, I'm, as I continue to grow, I think I will probably keep a small segment of these podcasts every time, maybe two to three minutes where I talk about maybe new things I'm doing or where I'm at in that journey. I think, again, I'm, I'm going to advocate that this is a super important time in history and I want to continue to grow it. So, um, Again, I think I'm just going to do a quick segment, again, probably two to three minutes at the beginning of every podcast and talk about either what I'm doing to help or where I'm turning to or what information I have to share. So um, also just as a reminder, I'm learning just with everybody else. And I think there's just that reminder that we are going to fail a lot more than we succeed in this one. So if you just, again, don't know where to start, it's okay to fail. It's okay to fail in this one. Um... So shifting to the second part of where I'm kind of at with my corporate life, um, COVA has really just hit hard um, with the organization that I work for. And it's hit hard in the sense of we've, it's almost like everybody was so afraid. And I will say this and like, I don't know, I'll just say it. Like our leadership team was so afraid of like not being able to recoup are to get back to where they were um, before COVA that they have instilled fear across the organization. And for me, it's been really difficult because I don't thrive on fear. I don't, that's not where I thrive. Um, and and I've, I've struggled with this because I've had a lot of people who tell me that I'm really good in chaos. Like I'm really good in chaotic situations to lead and to figure out what to do and how to do it. And, um, and so I get turned to in these situations, right? Like I get turned to, and I'm like, this isn't chaos. This is pure fear. We're running on fear. We're not running on chaos. We're not running on the, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know the things we're running on chaos. And so, um, it's just very, very, interesting to be able to to sit where I'm sitting right now um I'm also trying to figure out like how do I continue my coaching business that I'm very passionate about when I'm really struggling to hold space for myself and I'm struggling to find that distinction between work home coaching whereas before I could before before COVA that was pretty clear for me, right? Like work was at work. I would drive to work. I'd come home from work. Um, I'd do family time and then I'd do my coaching stuff and I, I would do coaching stuff at the desk that I have, right? Kind of office I have set up. Now that my office is now my office for my corporate life, it's like now I don't have the space to do my coaching stuff. And then it feels like the family time is demanding more of me and I just feel really stuck, right? Like feel really, really stuck. And so it's been just a very, again, I don't, I don't think I have like a, Hey, this is, this is the solution to all of this because it's not, but I also have a very strong like pull to say, if I'm going through this, I know that there are other people listening to me that are going through this. I know that you guys, there, there's, there's at least one person listening. That's like, I'm going through the same thing. And so I want you to know, like, when you're not alone, because I think sometimes we think we're very alone, and I know that there were definitely moments over the last, what, three months, four months, that I felt alone, and then I've remembered, like, I'm not alone. I'm not alone in this. Like, I'm not the only one going through this. 
Um, so there's that. Know that if you're feeling this way, one, it's okay. Um, I actually had a friend on like a book club call say, you're quarantined okay. Like you're alive, you're surviving, you're not sick, you're quarantined okay. And I, I find that like a really um, good way to put it because it's, I'm okay, but I'm not okay, right? Like I'm okay, but I'm not okay. Um, and then with the states reopening up and seeing spikes in cases and all of these things happening, it starts getting me really worried about like, what am I doing wrong? What happens if I don't do the right thing? What happens if I go out and I give it somebody and, and what if somebody gives it to me? And like, how do we manage all of this? And I don't have all the answers guys. Like I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I don't have the answers even from like, I feel like even from the medical profession, you're getting a lot of mixed signals. Um, and that's really hard. And there, there is no leadership right now in the country. And so because of all of those things, you're seeing it at a corporate level. And if you work in, in the corporate world, I'm sure you're seeing this too, where you're seeing very chaotic, you're seeing very chaotic decisions. You're seeing very rash decisions. You're seeing decisions that you're like, wait, are you running off of fear? Or are you running off of logic? Are you running off of fear? Or are you running off the numbers that tell us to do something? Um, we're, we're doing things that Again, they, they make sense for the business, but we're rushing them out so fast that there's going to be mistakes and there's going to be hardships and it's going to be very difficult. And, and that's not worth it. We're also running on empty. Um, all of us are running on empty. We're running and running and running and our tanks are empty and we don't have time to fill them. So again, I wish I had like, this is the answers to all of this, but I don't have the answers to all of it. What I can tell you guys is what I'm doing. And again, going back to what I'm doing, what I'm doing right now is I'm trying to reestablish the space um, and hold the space appropriately, right? Like hold the space of this is my workplace. This is my home life. This is my coaching business and reestablishing those things. And then I'm going back to okay, are the goals that I set at the beginning of 2020 still the goals that make sense? And I think this is also super important. If you set goals at the beginning of 2020, I think now is the perfect time to go back and say, okay, are these goals, one, still realistic goals? Because they might not be anymore. And I think that's totally okay. I think there are still people like, you can still meet them, you can still meet them. <laughs> you, I don't agree with that, right? Like, I don't know that the goals I set at the beginning of 2020 are realistic goals anymore. So I'm working right now to reset and reestablish all of my goals, reset and reestablish where I'm working towards and what I want it to look like. Um, I think my end vision is still the same, but the things I need to do right now are very different than what I needed to do in January of 2020. And so it's just a really good time to step back and reevaluate and redecide what you want. Um, so that's really what I'm doing. I'm running more. Yay. If you're listening, run, I'm running more. Yay. Which I'm really excited about. Um, I haven't been, I hadn't been running as much, but it feels good to get out and to be out in nature again. Um, and slowly getting that endurance back up. It's slow going, but I'm doing it and it feels really good. Um, I'm reestablishing like my health routine, um, my mindset routine, like all of these routines that have kind of fallen to the wayside and, not for lack of trying, but just for lack of energy and saying, no, like, no, I am not going to get on line for work until I've done these things. Or I'm going to make sure to take a lunch. I'm going to find an hour 
to go for a run or whatever it may be throughout the day. Because at the end of the day, I'm nothing without my mental health. I'm nothing without the space I have to hold. I'm nothing without any of these things. So um, I'm I'm just really reestablishing those. So I think next podcast, I'm going to talk all about the routines I'm um, holding right now and how I'm doing that and how I'm balancing working from home and being home 24-7 and having a husband that works out of the house um, because he's a carpenter, so he's an essential worker and all of these things. So um, be on the lookout for that podcast. And yeah, um, I'm at 20 minutes, which is a little longer than I normally go. But I really just, again, this is probably a little more rambly than I normally am. I didn't have a script. I didn't know what I was going to do here, but I decided that this is what was needed right now. So I hope you guys found this helpful. Um, as always, I would really appreciate you for you to um, like subscribe to the podcast, leave it a review, tag me on Instagram, all of the things like that. And you guys are awesome. And I really hope that you enjoyed this episode.